folks, good afternoon. Right now it is 12.06, and you're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of our program, I want to welcome everyone in. Please share that you're watching. If you're watching, whether it's on Facebook or YouTube, as we continue to expand our base. Also, hello to all on Twitter. We are live. It's the Noon Report. Uh, I did get an email. Now, why do you call it the Noon Report? Let me think. What time would a noon? No, it was either that or what time is the noon report on? What time is the noon report on? Hmm. I'll give you a hint. Not at 9 a.m. and not at 3 p.m. My goodness. Folks, apparently not everyone paid attention in school. But good afternoon. Please share that you're watching. uh, You get to interact with others that that enjoy watching on the page. John DePietro show. Continue to. um, I am just. Well, I'm going to touch on. Touch on it in a moment. The um, the Facebook page, folks, is um, it's really incredible. I want to give uh, a special thanks, by the way, to Ken Richards. He pointed it out. You know, sometimes, folks, when Juan, when I am, you know, so preoccupied with the running of the program and everything that's involved with it, a lot of times I I I don't even see how well certain things are performing. So Ken Richards points out, you know, CNN Plus failed. Um, we have two videos up, two videos up on the Facebook page, and both of them, uh, one of them did, I think, 50, 52,000 views, and the other one did 51,000 views. See, here's the problem. A lot of times people, all they hear is like the national, well, Justin Bieber had a video, did a bill. yeah, well, Justin Bieber is not doing a live and local program in in Rhode Island. So you have to start somewhere. You look at like a go local fraud or some of these other people. Um, it's, it, it is pretty remarkable. And I want to thank Ken that pointed that out. And then, folks, it, it comes down to content. You know, social media is, is the, it's the ultimate focus group. And that's why there's some people that, that actually don't like social media. I welcome it. I welcome it. You know, you, you put out a video on TikTok and it either people respond to it or if it's not, if they don't like the content, they don't. You put out a video. And either people respond to it and share to it or or they don't. It's very immediate. Some people want to live in like, I don't want to know, right? I want to just imagine. Um, but we don't operate that way. And so, you know, when you have, you think of, um, if you go on to the Facebook pages and so forth of certain, you know, commercial news stations in this town, they don't do that type of thing. Forget about go local fraud. I mean, they would freak if they ever hit anything over 5,000 views, let alone over 50,000 views. So very happy with um, with the work. And it's only going to get bigger, folks. Um, it's only going to get bigger as we come into prime time. But this portion of the program on this, listen, it is a rainy Wednesday. But if you're going to get some rain, a Wednesday is a pretty good day. Mother's Day is coming up on Sunday. It's PR, landscape materials, and garden center. Everything you need is available right there, and they have annuals, perennials, trees, and shrubs. There's a reason why. I received a nice email from Kim that said, Juan, now I know why you say PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center is Rhode Island's number one garden center. The service is great. The selection is fantastic. Annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs, hanging pots, 10-inch, 12-inch moss baskets, hanging impatience, pansy marigold bags, Large selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs, uh, tropical mandevillas, hibiscus plants, screen loom, mulch available, pickup and delivery, mulch and dark pine, black and hemlock, crushed stone. They are a full scale nursery. Everything you need to make your home a showstopper. Gift certificates are available. Look for them on Facebook. They run a good Facebook page. And what do I mean by that? They update it. I always tell people I have people I deal with like, you know, they'll ask me, what do you what would you improve on my Facebook page? Gee, I don't know. Maybe post something in 2022. Why does it still say August 21? Folks, PR, it's not like that with them. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. I encourage you to visit the website to Petro.com. And we have some great sponsors, by the way. Um, such as the Coesed Inn, where I was on Sunday for the Brandy Project May Breakfast, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Folks, on the 
website, DePetro.com, which we run, right? Other talk personalities in the area, they don't have one. We use it. We utilize it. We break news on it. And there's two stories there that I think will be of interest. One, as I promised, you know, we did a very extensive interview with the parents of Matt Dennison, that wonderful young man, 17 years old, captain of his West Warwick high school hockey team, high school senior, killed, murdered, really, by a Newport firefighter who was nine sheets to the wind. And his parents, who are just so remarkable, as I have told you in the past, children, children and families are under attack in McKees, Rhode Island. Children, and especially, you know, it's not just girls. Boys and girls are under attack. There is something wrong that, like, a Governor McKee, he doesn't even do anything to address it. Olivia Passaretti, beautiful, wonderful young child, you know, softball star, killed New Year's Eve. New Year's Day, actually, New Year's. That's how we started 2022. Does Governor McKee speak out about that? No. Does Langevin speak out about that? Of course not. No. Matt Dennison, killed by a Newport firefighter. Horrible. Beautiful young man. His whole life in front of him. His parents are just remarkable people. You can see the full interview there. Folks, and this is where I take issue with on this rainy Wednesday. Here's the thing. Sometimes, last time on the... Juan is clearing his throat. But I want you to understand, and again, good afternoon, everybody, at AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. When I sometimes bring things to your attention, it's, um, it's not the fact that it's like a, hey, look at me. I, many times, I, don't, I just don't understand the mindset of the rest of the media. I mean that. You know, there are some people and, you know, people have talked about in the past, like Cackle would criticize, you know, why didn't they ask this? So why did that? Why ask that? A a very simple question during COVID was, why did you get off your fat blank and behind and go and ask the question? So I admit where I think I'm different is I, I just I don't understand why they don't ask certain things. But if you go to the website. You know, on the one hand, someone said to me, that's great. You're the only one that have. It. But on the other hand, there's a, there's a larger problem that can't be ignored. That if you check the website, that fatal hit and run. Why am I the only one to report? And by the way, not because it's not true, but just because they leave it out. Here's what I want you to understand at 1214. They purposely leave it out. That guy that ran over. And then fled and left her to die in the street. What if he had called 911? What if he had admitted first aid? Poor 76-year-old Violet Barax on Union Avenue. You know, the media, well, you know, they took his passport and he's encouraged not to drive. Uh, Yeah, what kind of passport? Oh, okay. Yeah, I report. DePetro.com. Thank you to the team there. The only ones to report. Yeah, what did they take away from him? His Guatemalan passport. Guatemalan passport. You know, I love the fact the media, when they don't identify people. And I'm going to hold up on Facebook. You see four people in this photo. Four people in the photo. One is a sheriff. He's hidden. The other one to the far left is Kevin Bristow, criminal defense attorney. The defendant, Castro, is in the middle, black jacket, black mask. Next to him is a woman in a purplish blue blazer and a blue mask. And then actually right behind her, as I see, is another sheriff. And who are those people in the photo? Oh, that's right. What is it? Channel 10 and Channel 12 and the journal is not reporting. She is the blanking translator. She is the translator because he does not speak English which means he can't read English. Now, why, you know, and I did, someone asked me, why are you stuck on that? Why is that important? Listen, the guy made an illegal U-turn. <clears throat> he made an illegal U-turn. Domingo Castro. 
He made an illegal U-turn. So in other words, he ignored the sign and then ran over and fatally killed that woman on Sunday. Now, if someone can't speak or read English, I believe that's very significant in, in the course of the case. They let him go. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he'll be in court on August 5th, anxious to address the charges of uh, whatever it's going to be, driving, death resulting, leaving an accident. <clears throat> He's already on his way back to Guatemala. They let him go. Why did they let him go? Why isn't, though, I come back to? Why isn't the media? Why are they keeping that from you? Channel 10, Channel 12, The Journal, why don't they want you to know? Why do they feel you can't handle it? Why do they feel that? It's so insulting. You could take that, absorb that. And Governor McGreed, Governor McKee, wants to give out driver's license to illegals. Now, no one will even address the fact, if you want to do that, which I am against, I am absolutely against it. <clears throat> well, some other states have it. Good for them. We have, we have enough problems with our own Rhode Island drivers who supposedly speak English and read English. <clears throat> no one will identify, are you, are you go- Governor McKee, are, are you going to change all the signs to also have Spanish? I'm not in favor of it, but so you're going to put all these people loose on our roads with driver's licenses who don't speak or read English. Does that make sense to anyone? I mean, never let alone Route 10. Route 10 is you take your life in your hands on Route 10. I, I felt safer in Ukraine than I did driving on, on Route 10. <clears throat> you know, the other thing that I mentioned is, and this is, again, local media rant. I'm going to get to, I can't believe what the Providence Journal printed today. I, I, I just don't understand. And I also don't understand why the Republican Party of Rhode Island, which I predicted, by the way, I don't say these things so I can say, I told you so. I say them because they're accurate, and I'm going to address that in a moment. But I also address, these. this is the new thing with Channel 10, Channel 12, and the Journal. In the past, a bulletin would have gone out, you know, East Providence, be on the lookout. They call it a bolo. Be on the lookout. Just as an example, tall, heavyset black man just robbed a citizen's bank, fled in a blue car, be on the lookout. What do they do now? Channel 10, Channel 12, The Journal, Go Local Fraud. What's the new description? Police are searching for an individual who robbed the citizen's bank and fled in a blue car. What, what, why is that racist? If, that, if that's the description the witnesses and the people in the bank gave, what, why, is, why is that racist? If they say a white man wearing a Make America Great Again red hat just robbed a bank and fled, I'm not offended. I would say maybe hopefully they're going to find him. Let's put it out there so they will find him. What do you think? We're not going to do that? If, 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 if the description is an Asian man in a, in a green hat, Celtics hat, just robbed the Citizens Bank and he's just get it out there. You know, a heavy set Asian man or a heavy set Asian whatever, whoever doesn't like why is that? This is the new protocol. Channel 10, Channel 12 in the journal. Oh, no, no, that's racist. You can't say the suspect is a tall, heavy set black man. Why not? Well, because that's racist. Yeah, but that's what's the description that the bank manager, the teller and the witnesses of the bank gave that it was a tall, heavy set black man. Yeah, but you can't say that. You know, folks, I come back to, do you, you want to catch the criminal or not? <laughs> well, we put out he was in a blue car. Well, that narrows it down. Oh, good. Everybody on the lookout for someone in a blue car. You know, listen, I, um, it, it's no mystery to me why the show keeps getting larger. It's no mystery to me, as many of you know, that we're almost becoming a fixture on cable news. Listen, it, it's people, you're adults. You know, what happened last night at the Rhode Island State House, led by Nellie Gorbea and the rest of them, that, that wasn't a protest. That was a Democrat midterm rat kickoff rally. Talk about a political stunt. I mean, I, I, I will touch on that at some point. Part of me doesn't even want to take the bait. They, they don't even know what they're talking about. Because a draft was leaked out of the Supreme Court? Shouldn't they be concerned about who leaked the draft?
right? Aren't we? Where's Langevin? I thought we were concerned about cybersecurity and Russian hackers and everything else. But suddenly when it's, quote, their side, they're all on board with it. No. You know, someone asked me, are you going to? No, I'm not going to. What, the Democrat rally kickoff for the midterm elections? That wasn't a protest. What they're protesting doesn't even apply in Rhode Island. Ludicrous. No, I'm not taking the bait on that. I'm not. And and the media should not. And I will play. Biden couldn't even get the words right. Biden, Biden, President Biden made a gaffe that you're not supposed to say. He actually referred to a, quote, gulp child. You're not supposed to say that. That's the last word you're supposed to use with that crowd. No, all the cheering and, oh, oh, oh we're going to. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't affect Rhode Island. As a matter of fact, we, we're, it's unclear if it's going to affect anyone. <clears throat> we're going to, the, the next thing you know, they're going to. I am telling you, folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Folks, it's Kogi. Call him today. You know, whether it is spring, into summer, into fall, into winter, 401-732-6562. I apologize. 401-732-6562. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Plumbing, heating, and cooling. As Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Hey, when our hot water tank gave out, did I try to fix it? No. I called R.E. Coogan Heating. Folks, they're online, recooganheating.com. Look for them on Facebook. If you're listening right now and you want to make sure you have central air or you have a problem with plumbing or maybe you're having a problem with your heating and cooling system or hot water tank, give them a call, 401-732-6562. As always, visit the website, depetro.com, and depetro.com, which is brought to you by the Centerdale Revival, comfort food and cocktails. I'll tell you, Shane, winner of several Rhode Island monthly categories, 2025 Smith Street, North Province. I was there last Friday night. The place was packed. Great crowd, by the way. This is the crowd that used to actually, I think, go to into, under Federal Hill on a Friday night. Forget it. Providence. It's, it's just people just don't feel safe. But you do feel safe at the Senadale Revival. So as many people, well, listeners to this program, and again, folks, at 1224, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. As I mentioned, I, um, I, I try not to be critical of the Rhode Island Republican Party and the Massachusetts Republican Party. I try not to because it's an uphill battle as it is. And the last thing they need is people criticizing them instead of trying to be supportive. So, you know, I adopted a policy. Every time if I'm going to level criticism of someone who's a Republican or the Rhode Island Republican or Massachusetts Republican Party and so forth, I I just remind myself there's so many other people that I could be going after. And I'll play some of the sound. Elizabeth Warren yesterday. I mean, folks, this is all... Political grandstanding is what it is. It's the midterm kickoff. It's to get the base energized. It's Elizabeth Warren is obviously now running for president in 2024. She made that clear yesterday. This also is to help any Democrat running for office, especially like that CD2 seat. Seth Magaziner uh, on the Democrat side against David Siegel. Um, you know, what it, it does now is whether you're Governor McKee or Seth Magazine or, or whoever, instead of talking about inflation, um, you know, worker shortage, the failed Biden presidency, crime. Now, all you do is talk about you're a fighter for women's rights. But so as a result of that, <coughs> excuse me, I try not to talk about or criticize the Rhode Island Republican Party. But last Monday, Chairwoman Susie Yankee had a press conference with um, State Senator Jessica De La Cruz. And in the aftermath of that, I, I was, I, on the Monday was their press briefing, which they got the media there. I think they missed the opportunity to really nail their points home. It's about voting in Rhode Island, because the Senate passed their, uh, the, the voting legislation. And then when I saw Chairwoman Sienke, I even said to her, did, did you really tell Use as an example something from Buddy Cianci in the 80s. Like, why Why would you use an example from 40 years ago? Why wouldn't you use there's current day examples? 
You you lose the media. You lose credibility with that. And then today is where you start to see this. And I want to thank some Sal that sent it to me. It's in the Providence Journal. It was written by Nellie Gorbea, Rhode Island Secretary of State, Diane Medeiros, who I will reach out to, chairwoman of the Rhode Island Board of Elections. Now, why are the two of them writing a, a, a joined co-op, a joined co-op-ed is beyond me. Gorbea is in the race for governor. Folks, I'm going to tell you right now what I've been saying all along. And today you can mark it. It's Wednesday, March, May 4th. Someone in the race for governor should not be running the election for governor. Period. Whether it's Republican or Democrat. The moment that she announced that she wanted to be part of it and run, she should have had to step aside. She should have had to step aside. I come back to, would you want to be part of a basketball game where the coach and the other team is also the ref? Would you want to be involved in a baseball game where the coach and the other team is also the umpire? Would you want to be your coaching one football team and the coach on the other side is also the referee? The answer is no. Gorbea should not be running the election. And she is. But she has a piece. It's in the Providence Journal. Rhode Islanders should trust integrity of elections. It's the opposite. There's no trust and there's no integrity. <clears throat> they write. Now, I've decided I'm going to write a response to this. You know, I, I try to feed certain people and send them articles and it falls short. I'm going to respond. Maybe the journal will print it. Maybe they won't. But when I start hearing people use Buddy Cianci from 1981 or 82, I mean, forget, I mean, the, the, it, it's, it's over. If, if that's the example you're going to, because that means you don't even know what you don't know. But anyhow, they write the act of casting a ballot. This is very strategic. This is designed for the reps in the House of Representatives, which I hear it's going to pass. And also to fend off, to help the media get on guard that anyone that challenges them, that they're the ones that should be challenged. So they write, the act of casting a ballot is fundamental to our democracy. I cannot believe Nellie Gorbea uses the word democracy. It's a right of our citizenship in trying through five amendments to the U.S. Constitution. Mechanism ensures elected officials, representatives accountable. Our job is to ensure every single eligible Rhode Islander can exercise their rights safely without barriers. Folks, that is so important. What word is missing? Eligible Rhode Islander. What should it say? Citizen. Eligible citizen, not Rhode Islander. Flashback. What did Lieutenant Governor Matto say? If someone arrives in Rhode Island, they are a Rhode Islander. Right. This is first paragraph. Let me check the inbox. Mail from the Republican Party. Nothing. Every single eligible Rhode Islander. Remember, 40,000 illegals were counted in the census. Living in Providence, Pawtucket, Central Falls. 40,000 illegals were counted in the Rhode Island census. The fact they were counted makes them a Rhode Islander. Back to the piece. Every single eligible Rhode Islander can exercise their rights safely without barriers. See, her definition, it's supposed to be citizen, meaning citizen of the United States. It continues. We've worked hard to modernize our elections. Proud Rhode Island's now a national leader when it comes to ballot access and election security. Number one, Rhode Island is not a national leader. That's line number one or could be line number two. Notice ballot access. What does that mean? A, a store that is robbed a lot. We're number one in cash register access. <laughs> Election security? You can't get any information. That's a lie. We're not a national leader. I've had experts on. We're at the bottom of the pack. We're the, we're the poster child of how not to do elections. Haiti has more elections with integrity. It continues. 
<clears throat> this work has been accomplished through partnerships, federal and local election officials, cybersecurity experts, voting rights advocates, all lies. Nonpartisan work, there's no Republicans involved with this, that has streamlined the voting process and strengthened the security of our election systems. It goes on. Ready? Now, this is, <clears throat> she throws it out. Again, Gorbea in this, I have never even heard of this woman, Diane Medeiros. Chairwoman of Rhode Island Board of Elections. We're deeply troubled by the claims of opponents that these efforts to expand voting access through the Let R.I. Vote Act are instead an attack on democracy. Oh, see, already nervous. We're troubled. Claims of opponents. <clears throat> Not that we welcome discussion. We understand people want to, the people want to ensure that elections are held fairly. We're troubled by these claims. It's an attack on our, right out of the box, attack on democracy. They claim the bill would allow ineligible Rhode Islanders to register to vote or request mail ballots. It absolutely does. There's no checks and balances at all. Ineligible Rhode Islanders. Who would be an ineligible Rhode Islander? I know the answer to this, by the way. No one is turned away who wants to register to vote. I want to repeat that, and I know that people don't get it. No one is turned away who wants to register to vote or who wants to request a mail ballot. They point to, here we go, decades-old scandals that occurred a generation before the implementation of modern election safeguards as proof widespread voter fraud could happen again. What does that mean? That's a shot. That's why Susie Yankee, chairwoman of the Rhode Island Republican Party, should not have used the Cianci thing as an example. That's why I said, you know, I wouldn't have used something from 40 years ago. Because what does Nellie Gorbea say? They use decades old scandals. They claim that removing the witness requirement for mail ballots will result in voter fraud. They concoct convoluted hypotheticals about nefarious plots to game the system. All of that stuff is happening, by the way. Nellie Gorbea continues, let's be clear. This rhetoric is dangerous and entirely without merit. Wrong. Notice she, she doesn't say the safeguards that are not there are dangerous. It's anyone talking about it. Anyone that mentions it. Such as the John DePietro show. The rhetoric from that show, the fact that he even mentions it, is the danger to democracy, not the holes that exist. In fact, ready, here we go. These claims are straight out of the playbook of national efforts to undermine confidence in elections and disenfranchise marginalized populations. Where that is a complete lie printed in the journal. Boy, where have you gone, Michael? Well, uh, the journal, I can't believe they printed this. You know, this would not be approved on Twitter or Facebook because then they'd have the warning signs that it's disinformation. The fact of the matter is this is not a, a straight out of the playbook of national efforts because other states don't even allow what Rhode Island allows. She goes on. They do nothing to secure election. Instead, leave voters not wanting to participate at all. Do you know of one person that has ever said, you know, this makes me not want to vote. If I have to register to vote, if I have to go on election day, if I have to show a license, that makes me not want to vote. What are they talking about? It goes on. The truth is Rhode Island does have a system in place that it should instill confidence in our elections. Watch the timeline here. In 2015... Rhode Island joined the Electronic Registration Information Center. They call it ERIC for short. A cooperative interstate system that alerts us if a voter may be registered to vote in more than one state. We notify these voters to update their voter information. After federal elections, we also receive a report of voters who may have voted twice in the same election. We review these cases when necessary and when refer them to legal authorities for investigation and possible prosecution. That's where I disagree with her. She shouldn't decide whether or not they look into it. It should automatically be recommended. And the fact of the matter is, 
in the 2020 election, it was not Rhode Island that flagged these people voting more than once. It was other states. It was Florida. It was Illinois. So the question is, how many people are they getting flagged? And then they decide not to refer to legal. Now it goes on. Listen to this. More lies. We have both. We have also implemented both online automated voter registration, which has bipartisan support across the country for helping to maintain accurate information on our voter records. That is a complete lie. What they're talking about was struck down in Florida, in Texas, in Georgia, in Arizona, uh, in Tennessee, struck down. Total lie. Nellie Gorbea, we have implemented risk-limiting audits, considered the gold standard in post-election auditing. Do you know, and I remember this, the only one that requested a risk audit was Mayor Fung in the city of Cranston. That's it. We've implemented it, but no one's using it. And here we go. We've trained our local election officials on best practices in cybersecurity. Listen, you don't have to worry about the cybersecurity. They're stealing elections not through cyber, or I mean not online. Keep our central voter registration safe, invest millions, blah, blah, blah. Here we go. This is what it means to secure the integrity of every vote. Now, listen to this. I cannot believe at 1237, the Providence Journal actually printed this. (sighs) Putting up additional barriers to prevent hypothetical schemes to commit voter fraud does not secure the integrity of every vote. Here we go. The legal penalties for voter fraud and voter impersonation are severe. And our systems and processes are designed to flag any potential irregularities that may occur. But the fact of the matter is, folks, that line, the legal penalties for voter fraud and voter impersonation, I want to repeat, prior to the 2020 election, when three voters got flagged in other states, two people in Portsmouth, one in Narragansett, two people voted in Florida, so they voted Rhode Island and Florida, and someone voted in Rhode Island and Illinois. Prior to that, No one has ever been charged with wrongly filling out. See, Gorbea loves to say the legal penalties, the legal penalties. That is, you know, if you do that, that's perjury. That's a felony. Listen to me. In the last 25 years, no, not one person has been charged with that. It's not enforced. They don't even look for it. Listen, if you sit in a rowboat with your fishing pole, unless you put that line in the water, you're not going to catch any fish. That is a complete, she is parsing words, oh, the legal penalty, right? As I try to give you the example, no one would dare go over the speed limit on Route 10. Oh, it's a $1,000 fine. If you're caught speeding on 295, okay, how many tickets were given out for speeding? Zero, because it's a very heavy fine. I'm using a bad analogy here, but how many state police are on 295 to monitor the people and check the traffic speech? Oh, none. Well, we don't have to, because it's a thousand, no, no, no. Do you understand? They're not even looking for it. But in the extremely rare instances that election crimes do happen, we can and do catch them. And they're dealt with in accordance with the law. The fact of the matter is they didn't catch them. Florida caught them. Illinois caught them. Rhode Island did not. What she also doesn't mention is the drop boxes that are set up. The drop boxes are set up so the people that are caught are not charged with mail fraud. If you put something through the mail and you're committing a crime, at the very least, you get charged with mail fraud. But if you drop it in a mail drop box, you're not charged with mail fraud. Gorbea continues with this Madeiras. At a time when we're seeing states restrict voting options for their citizens, Rhode Island's working to strengthen our democracy by securing voting options and improving ballot access. 
all BS. We proudly support these efforts and will not stand by and let unsubstantiated meritless claims about the integrity of our election system undermine them. Nor will we let these claims go unchallenged. We will continue to work together to ensure that every, here it is again, eligible Rhode Islander, notice they don't use the word citizen, can exercise their constitutional right in the way that works best for them, and they can have full confidence in the integrity of vote. Nellie Gorbea, Rhode Island Secretary of State, Diane Medeiros, Chairwoman of the Rhode Island Board of Elections. Uh, very strongly worded and does not mention, by the way, does not mention <clears throat> what she left out was in 2017 when they removed birthdays, removed birthdays from voter rolls. She did that, Nellie Gorbea, July, August 2017, without warning, <clears throat> without hearing, without authority. She went into the Rhode Island voter rolls. Where anyone who's registered to vote is there. And prior to her doing this, prior in June of 2017, you had a voter listed, their address, their birthday, right, May 4th, and the year they were born. Nellie Gorbea removed the birth date. So Hector Gomez, born in 1980, who lives, you know, a thousand of them in Rhode Island. All you know is there's 1,000 people named Hector Gomez that live in Rhode Island who were born in 1980. What they removed <clears throat> is supposedly 1,000 of them were all born on the 4th of July. Notice she left that out. She never told anyone she was doing it. It was done because, to their credit, that's true. To their credit, the <clears throat> I'm going to address that in a moment. Um, to their credit, that it was the Trump, Steve Bannon, where they were trying to bring in voter integrity, where they went after that. That was exposed. Someone just sent me something. The leak is fake news. Now, I'm going to tell you why that's wrong, and I'm assuming the person means the um, Supreme Court. Well. Where that's not true is the Supreme Court did issue a statement saying <clears throat> that that was a draft. Someone leaked it and they're looking into it. Now, you can argue how the media is covering it, especially locally. You can approach that. But the story that a leaked draft in the Supreme Court was given to Politico is absolutely true. Folks, I just want to caution people about throwing around fake news. That, that's, that's not fake news. That is real news. That really happened. That did happen. And the Supreme Court issued a statement addressing it. Now, again, how it's being portrayed to people is certainly, you know, bias comes in. <clears throat> I want people to understand there is a difference between bias and fake news. And I've kind of done this in the past, and I'm just, I because I think some people aren't, they actually don't know what, you know, what is the difference between those two things. Fake news, real fake news, fake news is what Alex Jones did with Newtown, Connecticut. He completely fabricated that those children were not killed at Sandy Hook. Those were crisis actors, and the whole thing was made up. Now, that is fake news. And for that, he's going to pay a very, very heavy price. Fox News and Newsmax, where I appear, is biased against President Biden. No question about it. You can't even argue that. Not all the time, but, well, no, pretty much all the time. Um, Fox News of the day, not so much or try not to be. Listen, MSNBC and CNN were biased against President Trump. But there's a difference between fake news and bias. What you're seeing play out locally and nationally is a bias because they want the Democrat Party to be up and running. They want like otherwise they, they see what's coming, which is that the party is going to take heavy losses in the midterm election. So the way they're covering this, you know, that uh, they're going to this is going back 
and the danger. I mean, it was it was incredible yesterday how lightning quick news outlets had the story and then had all these, you know, and there's certain journalists you can see, certain reporters that are putting stuff out constantly. The danger of it. Notice the media descended on Alan Fung <clears throat> right now. Answer the question. You know, so you're again, you're in favor of putting them in the back alley. But, you know, that. Um, hey, anything to not have to ask someone running for office with a D in front of the, or at the back of their name, in front of their name, about how Governor McKee has an FBI probe, how the high price of things, how they just blow through money and pay things, or anything to avoid talking about that. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Now listen, call them today, 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730, letter J. J. Perry Paving, high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, Seal coating patios, free estimate for any project. It's J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730, whether it's a driveway or patio, licensed and insured contracting company. And remember, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a correct driveway, J. Perry Paving, letter J, J. Perry Paving will deliver. And I want you to remember, no one is better to veterans than J. Perry Paving. Call them if your mom is a veteran or your dad or your grandmother, grandfather, boyfriend, girlfriend, brother, sister. Call them. No one has a better package for veterans than J. Perry Paving. And once a month, they give away a free driveway paving. I've been there. I've watched it. The the veteran was so excited. Why not? He got a free driveway. 401 732 1730. Folks, as always, visit the website, depetro.com, which is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. Remember, two locations in Johnston, also in Cranston and Warwick. Discover the brood difference at Brood Awakenings. So, no, what, what I saw was a Democrat kickoff. And, you know, what they, what you also saw with this, this is an effort uh, with this whole leak. This is serious. They should not go on, as I've talked about. <clears throat> there should be no leaking from the Supreme Court, regardless of what side you're on. We cannot be a nation of mob rule. You know, that was one of the problems with January 6th. You know, what started as a protest, some people, it got out of hand. It did. Um, I, and I fully get, I, I watched, was around and videotaped 2016. They allowed them to riot in downtown Providence. They allowed them to smash. Alorza said, told the police, stand back. Let them let a cruiser on fire. Let them set that shoe store on fire. Let them smash every window. Let them loot the mall. Alorza told them, stand down to the police. Protesters, graffiti, throwing rocks, explosives, throwing things at police, destroying property. It was allowed to billion dollars worth of damage but we cannot be mob rule do you really want to go back to this is like 2020 when black lives matter and the rest were like let's tear down some monuments let's tear down that statue we don't like that tear it down you know they see they're going down in defeat they see a president who is failing biden could not fly over to um could not fly over to Ukraine to walk with President Zelensky. So instead he had to send Nancy Pelosi. What you're seeing in the last, it started 24 hours ago, really Monday night to now, and it's going to be nonstop. This is the Democrat Party, folks, and this is the empty in the barrel. This is, they have nowhere else to go. The economy is in shambles. Look at the mess that Biden has created overseas. Look at the division within the Democrat Party. This is, let's go back, fear-mongering. You know, they're going to take away all your rights. That Eric Swalt there, but you can't, you know, forget it. They're going to, segregation, there's going to be no interracial marriage. They're going to end gay marriage. 
you know, Elizabeth Warren, what you saw yesterday were two things. Number one, they see all the polls. They see it's too late. Biden's not going to save them. Biden is not going to save them and turn around the economy, turn around anything in time for the midterms. The Democrat Party sees that the Republicans are about to win both the House and the Senate and control two branches of government with a very weak, unpopular president. So they went to the mattresses. When all else fails, boom, fair tactics, get everybody together, rile everybody up, fair, fair, fair. You know, they're going to take away this, they're going to take away that. We need everybody charged up. But what is also happening is, listen, Biden's not running for re-election in 2024. He can pretend he is. There's no way he's going to. If anything, he's going to face a primary. It's not going to be Kamala Harris, who's the most unpopular vice president in the history of the United States. So what yesterday also did was kick off 2024. And one of the people who's going to run for president in 2024 is Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren. So what she's talking about right now would not apply in Massachusetts. What she's talking about right now would not apply in Rhode Island. It's not even a law. It was a draft. They should be concerned about who leaked it. Listen to this yesterday. A visibly shaken and angry Elizabeth Warren stood in front of the Supreme Court. I am angry. Angry and upset? Angry and upset in the terms. The United States Congress can keep the rulers the land. They just need to do it. I, I've never seen you so angry. You never seen you like this. The Republicans have been working toward this day for decades. They have been out there plotting, carefully cultivating these Supreme Court justices so they could have a majority on the bench who would accomplish something that the majority of Americans do not want. 69% of people across this country, across this country, red states and blue states, old people and young people want Roe versus Wade to maintain the you can hear some people yelling um, in the background. Um, listen, the fact of the matter is they, they can claim that all they want. But in, in states like Rhode Island, Massachusetts, it's, it's actually not going to go away. It's, it's not going away. So things are also much different. You know, one of the reasons I, I normally have never liked it as a topic is because there's no, there, there's the, there's no, no one comes around on it. There, there's, it's, it's a topic most people don't like to discuss. Um, most people are not consumed with it on either side. And neither side is, is breaking. So the fact is that this is all fear-mongering for the election. And last night, that was the Democrat midterm kickoff rally at the Rhode Island State House. Period. That's what it was. Let's get everybody fired up. But here's where Biden really made a flub. In Washington, they call a political gaffe is when you tell the truth. Biden, who again, this is why they have to use this excuse. He's a loose cannon. He can't get, listen to this. A child. A child. You know, all the testimony, whether it's in Rhode Island or whether it's at the national level, they never use that word. You know, in 2019, with Gina Raimondo, they were all excited to codify into Rhode Island. Notice Raimondo never brought it up on the campaign trail, never mentioned it. And then with Gail Golden and Raimondo and the whole crew, that they, they never mentioned that word. Absolutely not. Reproductive rights. Right. Reproductive choice. They never use that. And those that remember those hearings, the one that I, I will never, uh, Mayor Alorza sitting there with his young child 
Baby Omar. They brought him to the hearing. And them, him and the, his fiance at the time. I don't even think they were married. But the girlfriend at the time. They had baby Omar. They, and by the way, they brought him there. He was bouncing him on his knee, what have you. So let's just be very clear. Because sometimes people say, you should, hey, that's not fair. You don't talk about kids. You don't talk about faith. Listen, he brought the child. His baby Omar. And that testimony of the mayor of Providence, Mayor Alorza, saying, you know, as much as we love little Omar, still, if on the way to women and infants, I think his, his wife's name is, I think it's Stephanie. If she changed her mind on the way to women and infants, she should say, you know, that, that's the governor of Virginia, right? Ralph Northrum saying, and if after the birth... The mother and doctor want to have a quick conversation and the parents change their mind. What, how, what else do you call that? Um, they certainly don't want to use the word child. You know, that, that's how extreme it was. What, 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 what would go through the mind of someone that says on their way to the delivery of women and infants, if they change their mind, they should still have the right? That is... <sighs> That is another level, and not a good level. Um, th- this is all, and you can see the members of the media that are excited about it. There are certain members of the local media, they're not reporters, they're advocates. They're advocates for a cause. And that's what that was last night. So did I want to go and film these advocates, this Democrat rally saying we're up against the wall, we're going to lose the House, we're going to lose the Senate, we don't want to talk about Biden, we don't want to talk about inflation, we don't want to talk about crime, we don't want to talk about Black Lives Matter, we don't want to talk about defund the police, we don't want to talk about the schools. Let's just have the media talk about this. Last night was the rollout, for the, that was a media rollout. When a movie's released, they have the big premiere in Hollywood, that's what that was. They were having a big rollout for the media. Going forward, this is what you ask us about. And going forward, this is what you ask the other side about. That's what this is. Nothing more, nothing less. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Propane Plus. Propane in Rhode Island. Call them 401-885-4209. 401-885-4209 in Massachusetts. 508 252 3359 propane plus look for them online at propaneplus.com they have a very easy simple to navigate website residential or commercial type in your zip code propane plus heating and cooling well folks again right now it's 1259 you're listening to the john DePietro show now next hour is radio only you can listen at the website we have a lot more to go a lot more sound to go Especially with Biden. They are just trying to get him off the stage. So we want the attention off him. We're going to get you a news update right now with the 1 o'clock news. Next hour, you can listen to AM 1380, 99.9 FM, or on the website, depetro.com. Stand by for the 1 o'clock news. W-N-R.